hitting that wrong tab. What's happening, everybody? Go to Film Junkie Live on your Wednesday. Time to get to humping. What's happening, everybody? It is February 9th. How's everybody doing? Everybody good? Make sure you smash that like, thumbs up. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. If you're watching it not live, guess what? Chaptered out. If you want to, you know, jump a topic or two or whatever the hell. But we're going to be talking some Rebel Moon again. I guess I should have waited to do a whole Rebel Moon, what we know. I should have waited till today as opposed to doing it yesterday. It was almost like <clears throat> I was feeling it. I was like, something's going on. I got to talk more Rebel Moon. I mean, obviously stuff was like happening. I'm like, oh, man. And then all of a sudden we get a bunch of casting right today. Man, good stuff. So, yeah. So that's going to be happening right now. What's going on, everybody? Let's see where everybody's at right here. Charlie, yes. Max Center, genius. Genius. What a cast. It's the only first time uh, where Zach's main cast is recognizable, known actors and actresses. Some of them, most of them, for sure. Yes, what's going on? Mr. Hal Jordan is here. You can take a break from, uh, you know, sector, from his sector. Yeah, we did. We wanted Ray Fisher, and now he is here. He is here. He is here. That's what's going on. We got Edmund right here. Good to see you. What's going on, Jose? Let's get Hump, hump Mata, huh? Yeah, good stuff. Bradley, good to see you, bud. Been a while since I've seen you in the chat. Eric Patterson's here. Ray and Zach back at it. Matia, darling. Yes, yes, yes. You got your Batman shirt. Good. Rock that shit. What's going on, Jesse? We got Selena. Yeah, good to see you. Oh, man, we got some We got some anniversaries going on right here. Mr. Fear Jason is here, too. That's right. We got Tyler. What's up, buddy? Yes. <laughs> Talk about blazing up. Look at all these men. Got people just uh, keep on seeing little pop-ups about like uh, anniversaries for being members. You guys are awesome. Rebel Moon hype right there. That's right. Yo, what's going on, Legend? We got Abel right here too. Oh crap! What the hell happened? I hit the wrong thing. There we go. Jeez. Ah, I hit the wrong. Yeah, I did. I hit the wrong uh, button right there. So yeah. Anyway, so there you go. All right, who else is here? We got Ryan also. Everybody's here. We got Mr. Hummingbird here. That's great. Stephanie, Rebel Moon, baby. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> you know me, I always make fun of that whole thing. Yeah. At this point, MF and are more credible than CNN? Probably. I would say so, maybe. <laughs> you know, those boys, sometimes they, they just get those uh, the breaking news just right there. Bam. Right there for you. Right there for you. The casual Batman to open every show from now on. <laughs> well, you know, we'll, I'll, I'll run it by him. I'll run it by him and see if he would. See if he would actually uh, do that here. Oh, God, why does this thing jump like that? Ah, we got Mama Film Junkie here. Hi, Mom. Good to see you, as always. That's right, Juan. It's going to be lit. It's going to be lit. Definitely sure, yes. Ah, good one, yeah. Well, I appreciate it, James. James, thank you, sir. Yep, that's right. Happy hump day. Happy hump day to you, Cat. We got Rosemary right here. I, I'm, I've been pretty good, actually. Not too shabby. Work's kind of been a pain in the ass, but it's the way it's supposed to be. But yes, look at that basic member there, Mr. Member for 14 months. Charlie Hunnam, will it be? Yes. Thank you, Jose, for continuing uh, the extra support right there. Uh, truly appreciate it. Yes, that's right. Rebel Moon, baby. And we got Leroy, Leroy Kong. That's right. What's up, Leroy? How's it going, buddy? Uh, enjoyed talking to you the other day. Um, yeah, so uh, good to see you. Two months, two months. And then we got Seek. That's right. Great cast. Excited, right? 
Uh, good to see you, Seek. Always, uh, always a pleasure to see you in the uh, the soup in the in the chat right there. Hope everything's doing good, man. We'll have to talk soon. Get you back on the stream soon, soon. What's going on, Mr. Tony Movie Chappie D9? Neil Blomkamp fan. Yeah, that's right. I'm a fan too, so don't worry about that. Uh, let's see. I need to make Netflix. N yeah, I know, right? Seriously, Netflix is just, yeah, what can I say? Yeah, he's, he's happy. He's happy. I'm from Africa, and this channel is the reason why I'm up at 4 a.m. Well, I appreciate that, Zombie Classic. Uh, and, uh, you know, I actually, you know what? I did pour some wine tonight. I'm not going to lie, because I was like, man, what a day when it came to news. A lot of news today. So I was like, you know what? Cheers to Zach. Cheers to uh, everybody that's a part of Rebel Moon. Cheers. I was like, you know what? Let's do some Wednesday hump day wine. That's right. Battle Axe. Hey, we got Mattia also a uh, member for 14 months. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And if you want to become a member, just hit that join button. That's all you got to do. That's all you got to do right there. So really good stuff. All right, guys. Let's get rolling. We got a lot to talk about, man. I mean, I tell you, I love, I love days like this when there's just like, hey, news everywhere that we're going to be talking about. Let's get nuts. Let's get nuts. But yeah, just news like everywhere. Sometimes there'll be days where I'm going, what am I going to be talking about today? What's the main topic? I mean, there's a couple little side topics. What's everything? Yeah, you know. So, I mean, the main topic was going to be this guy right here, the Warner Brothers and Discovery Greenlight thing. That was going to be the main topic at first. I mean, that showed up really early in the morning. And, and of course, Boba Fett. We're going to be talking about that season finale of Boba Fett. Um, and then all of a sudden, it was just like, there's just all kinds of stuff when we get to the tweets right here, man. A lot of stuff. But man, when, when uh, this man right here decided to drop some of these, uh, you know, cast members for his new movie, it was like, let's do that and uh let's get nuts all right so let's do that all right let's get to these tweets right here huh all right here we go get to the tweets okay start off right here who knows if this is actually real but i don't know so there's a rumor that's floating around not too much but uh this is from um let's see this right here, this is from this right here where it says, like, sent via submission of uh, Dao Mao or something like that, Annan at Annan.com, movie news. Apparently, uh, Harry Styles, Tom Holland, and Robert Pattinson are, are shortlisted for the same character in the second Dune movie. Harry also recently passed on an offer to be in the new Netflix geek mythology series Chaos, um, most likely due to touring conflicts right here. So... A lot of people are going like, uh, are we going to see him as the uh, Mr. Feud? Um, of course, who um, was, uh, I mean, you look at this, you look at this, and you look at Robert Pattinson. You look at this, you look at Sting in the original, you know, in the uh, the, um, the Lynch Dune movie, and you look at Pattinson, and you kind of go, well, you know, when it comes to this character right here that's going to be showing up in the second part of Dune, yeah, um, I'm I'm going to say Robert Pattinson probably fits the bill more than Harry Styles, big time. And then Tom Holland. Why is Tom Holland always on a short list? Who knows if it's actually true? Who knows? But according to the producer, Mary Parent, the sequel will start filming, of course, in July of this year. Who knows if it's actually true? It seems like Robert Pattinson has a lot on his plate right now. But I can only see Robert Pattinson playing that character. So, yeah. It's all... Uh, 
that's all that's that's I don't know what's happening with all that. But I mean, it's just kind of funny how the GQ photo, the pictorial the, that, that they had, he kind of looks, <laughs> you know, he's already like he's already pretty much auditioning for that character. I mean, I mean, I mean, obviously, I mean, got the hair and everything like that, but I just cannot see Tom Holland or Harry Styles to fit in that role. No, I don't. I, I can't. I can't. I can't see that. I can't see anybody else but Robert Pattinson. So there you go. That's why I like quote tweeted. I was like, if true, I can only see Pattinson. But then again, actors are actors. Obviously, the other. But Harry Styles, not exactly an actor. Obviously, he's a singer. But then again, you know, he has acted and he's done, I guess, a relatively good job. He's Thanos's brother. So I don't know. I just thought that was kind of interesting and weird so but anyways charlie cox charlie cox he won't say but he says uh right here when it comes to what's next for him and daredevil in the mcu his quote right here says i don't know much i know a little and what i do know is very i'm very excited about there's a chance it could be the next 10 years of my life what what go ahead and open this right here so Charlie Cox is just, man, I love the fact that he's getting this right here. But yeah, I mean, I guess that's just the full quote right here. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is, he says, there's a chance it could be the next 10 years of my life. Guess what, guys? Charlie Cox is going to be our, he's going to be our dare, daredevil still. Okay. I mean, I fear that the MCU is going to water him down for sure. That's my fear. But the fact that he is saying the next decade of his life is pretty much going to be as Daredevil, Matt Murdock. So, hey, at least there's that. Uh, the only thing I worry about, though, is if they kind of water it down because it is now going to be the MCU or something like that. Yeah, that does suck because the Netflix show, we all love the Netflix show. It was absolutely fantastic when that thing showed up. I mean, we were all just kind of blown away by it. But, uh, hey, um, he, you know, he can't say much, but he pretty much said a, he said a lot. When you're talking about the there's a chance that the next 10 years of his life are going to be, you know, pretty exciting. So sounds to me like he's uh, going to be the definitive daredevil. He ain't going anywhere. They brought him back. Good for them. I mean, thank you, Feige, for doing that. Just don't water him down that much. OK, you know, if you're going to if you're going to do another daredevil series, you know, you don't have to water him down. Hopefully they don't. But that's the only thing I worry about when it comes to this. But. I'm very excited because Charlie Cox is, uh, you know, he's a great Matt Murdock. He's a great Daredevil. And, um, you know, I really hope uh, I hope he just, uh, you know, gets lifted from this because, I mean, when Netflix, when everything got canceled on Netflix, I mean, I think we all kind of suspected that there was something going on behind the scenes. And, uh, you know, at least uh, they're saving some of them. I don't know if they're going to save all of the entire, you know, that entire group right there. I don't know if. Um, what's her name? Jessica Jones, you know, Luke Cage, and of course, Iron Fist. I doubt they're going to bring Iron Fist into the mix anytime soon, but who knows what's going to be happening with the rest. But good job, Charlie, Charlie Cox, man. You're still our daredevil, still very much our daredevil. Um, there you go. Thank you, uh, Fear Jason, for making this. He put the red filter on as Casual Batman is listening to Michael Gacchino. Jacino, Jacino, I should say. I, man, I tell you what. I mean, we, we had a vodka stream when we were kind of like uh, talking about how you say his last name, 
And then, uh, you know, of course, I made fun of that in the video where not not only did Casual Batman say his name really wrong, but also me, myself, being uh, myself, also said his name wrong. So, you know, uh, but that's pretty cool right there. You know, just listening to that beautiful theme. Yeah. Andrew Garfield. And look at there's Andrew Garfield's stunt double right there. Guy looks familiar. I think I've seen him in other stuff. But yeah. Um, I can't wait to see the behind the scenes of this of uh of Spider-Man No Way Home, man. I I I I really cannot wait for that. But yeah, there's this stunt double right there, and then I I I'm just gonna say this. I mean, I'm shit. The guy's got the hair game going on pretty damn good. So good on him for uh for the hair game that's going on because you know Andrew Garfield has great hair. So he definitely has great hair. And uh, would you guys, uh, I like them shoes. I like them shoes. So we got Justice League shoes right here. Superman. Uh, I don't even know. Like uh, Somebody just said, would you rock these Nikes? And fuck yeah, I would. Even though this is the uh, Superman Returns logo. It's not the Man of Steel logo, but hey, whatever. I don't get, get nitpicky. And this is, you know, uh, I would definitely rock these. My God. Look at that right there. And then we got Wonder Woman and then Cyborg. Cyborg, the Cyborg high tops look probably the best. If I'm, I know, I'm just saying. These look actually the best. I'm not going to lie. So, not too shabby right there. Uh-huh. Um, and then we got uh, Tom Holland right here basically saying that he's he's actually met with Bong Joon-ho right here. Um uh, I'm not sure for what, but, you know, we all know that uh, Robert Pattinson, maybe uh, when he was casting for his new movie that's going to be coming out, that apparently is going to be starring Robert Pattinson. He probably met up with, you know, a couple other actors. But uh, according to uh, Tom Holland right here, he he really respects the man. And uh, I love uh, Bong Joon-ho. I think he's wonderful. I had the pleasure of meeting with him recently. Uh, I've met with him before. Uh, he is someone who I think has a great heart. He has not been corrupted by Hollywood. He he's not been corrupted by Hollywood. Wonderful director, <laughs> and I love all of his work. So he's probably you know up there at the minute for me. You know what's funny about this? The fact that he said he's he hasn't been corrupted by Hollywood. If you, uh, I was watching, uh, I watched an interview with um, with Tom Holland and, and and Mark Wahlberg when they were talking about he's got he, like Mark Wahlberg gave him like a, a massage gun or something. And Tom Holland apparently thought that it might be like a like a, a sex toy or some some shit like that. And even Tom Holland in that interview, if you watched it, he goes like, hey, you know, it's Hollywood, baby. I don't know. I mean, if there's something weird going on, it's almost like Tom Holland's going like, yeah, Hollywood's fucked up. So I'm just kind of like in interviews, I'm just kind of saying how fucked up it is, <laughs> you know, I'm just it was it's just kind of funny. I mean, he's not been corrupted by Hollywood. Well, you know, let's hope that some of our favorite people right here don't get corrupted by Hollywood. But I just kind of thought that was funny. And yes, guys. So this morning, as I, uh, you know, I thought, OK, I usually wake up at 630 every morning. So I thought, all right, I'll wake up at uh, 550. All right. I'll get up, get right up, get my coffee going, everything and just put on Boba Fett. Because I don't want to have to like dodge my timeline all day to avoid spoilers. And when I pulled up the app on my phone, I kept getting this message right here. Yeah. Unable to connect to Disney Plus. What the fuck? It's like, come on, Mickey. All right. You're a fucking, I mean, you own like, you know, almost half the 
half the movie industry and your goddamn app can't work correctly? What the hell, man? Yeah, it's frustrating. Frustrating. But I found an alternative. I just pulled it up on my computer right here and then streamed it right to my TV. I don't know why the app wasn't working, but yeah, that was pretty damn frustrating. When you wake up and you haven't really had any coffee yet and you're just like, God damn it. Ugh, good stuff, but what can you do? Mm. Ah, I was frustrated. I was frustrated, cat. I was. I was frustrated. It's grumpy. You know, got to have that coffee first. We got a new uh, Morbius poster right here. The new Marvel Legend arrives. It's a pretty cool poster, I'm not going to lie. I like it. I dig it. I think it's cool. It's got a lot going on, you know. I dig it. I always forget that uh, what's-his-name-is right there, too. That he's going to be in this movie. Yeah, many people. So April 1st. Hopefully it's not a, uh, hopefully it's not a April Fool's joke and we're not going to get it. But, yeah, I think we'll be all right. Uh, speaking of Andrew Garfield, he uh, commented on his Oscar nomination. He says, it's, it's exciting. It's such a strange thing to be able to do what I love. I know how lucky I am. I keep thinking about myself as a 16-year-old acting student, wondering if I had what it took or if I was barking up the wrong tree. That's always cool, man. I mean, he seems like such a humble dude. I, I hope I can actually have an, a conversation with him in, in the future one of these days. Um, you know, I just I, he's one of my favorite actors working right now, I think. Uh, you know, when it comes to Andrew Garfield, I've always liked him. Anything that he shows up in, I'm always a fan of. And I'm just, you know, it's great that he's getting another. Uh, when it came to um, um, what was the uh, what was the other movie, the war movie, the Mel Gibson movie? Uh, I'm totally drawing a blank on the title right now. Um, oh, yeah. Hacksaw Ridge. Hacksaw Ridge. Um, he got nominated for that. So this is his se second nomination. He did phenomenal in that. That movie gave me so much anxiety at the, you know, that whole final act when he's trying to get everybody off the ridge. Holy shit. That movie, like, I, I remember just, like, almost getting up and pacing. Like, why, uh, that movie, jeez, so much. Just gave me so much anxiety. Of course, when you watch Tick, Tick, Boom, not so much anxiety. It kind of just, like, you know, you start snapping your fingers. When you do that, but man, he was a powerhouse in this movie, man. Definitely a powerhouse and definitely well-deserved. I don't think he's going to win, probably. I don't think he'll win, but, you know, nomination. Can't go wrong with a nomination, right? You really can't. Hey, look at this. Ewan McGregor, he's not holding back. Don't hold back. Just say, I mean, we all knew it was going to be the case. You don't just get Hayden Christensen back for the Kenobi series. To just be dressed up as Darth Vader. No, you don't. You don't do that. You just don't. So he had an interview right here with uh, Forbes magazine where he said, I think it's no secret that Hayden Christensen comes back and we got to play scenes together again as Obi-Wan Kenobi and Anakin Skywalker. It's really going to satisfy Star Wars fan. <laughs> fans. I mean, I think after the rough... The rough, uh, you know, the rough terrain that we got with Book of Boba Fett, when we're kind of going, we're kind of going like, all right, what is this series supposed to be? Is it Boba Fett? And then all of a sudden, they takes a, it takes a wicked left turn where it's like, hey, back to Mandalorian, what's happening there? Hey, Luke Skywalker. Hey, Ahsoka. Hey, everything else. Um, 
I think when it comes to the Kenobi series, I think a lot of us are just going to, I mean, I think we're all going to just kind of come together and be like, oh my God, how great is this? Uh, you know, you know, Book of Boba Fett was rocky, but you know, it was still okay for most of us. But man, Kenobi is going to be something pretty damn special. This is why I'm saying I have to make sure I binge watch all the animated animated stuff before I watch this. I mean, there is no, I mean, how do you not get, you know, again, how do you not get Hayden Christensen back and not do flashbacks? I think I said that before when he finally officially came back. I was like, yeah, there's no way because these two motherfuckers have aged like fine wine. They're not, they have not aged much at all. They look like that still. They look like that still. They really do. So, I mean, yeah, you can't, you can't, uh, y yeah. It'd be very, very easy to slap a wig on them, slap some whatever the hell. And then, of course, um, we did get the um, uh, what did we get? We also got the uh, we also got the official poster May 25th. I know a lot of people were like, why not May the 4th? I mean, obviously, yeah, that would have been the obvious choice. And it's even on a Wednesday. It would have been the obvious choice to uh, to, to um, start the series on May the 4th, but they probably got other plans when it comes to that. I don't know. But yes, here's the official Obi-Wan Kenobi poster right here, which is pretty damn beautiful. A lot of sand. I'm going to get some more sand, but uh, he looks like a badass. He does look like a badass right there. That's right. Jedi Jesus right here. Um, showing up on uh, on May on May 25th. Did I say March? May? Um, yeah, it's going to be um, it's going to be pretty fantastic. I think this this series is going to be Really interesting when it comes to all this stuff because, man, but I mean, Book of Boba Fett was a little rough at times, a little rough at times. And we'll talk about that finale, of course, later on in the show. But, man, that that uh, poster looks good. And the fact that we are definitely going to get those scenes between them, I mean, I think we'll be all right. But the thing is, though, is like some I, the only thing that I have a gripe about is just the fact that it's just all right. All right. Yeah. OK, this is fine. We're good. But it's man, when are we when is Lucasfilm and Star Wars gonna move on from that Skywalker storyline? When is it gonna fucking finally? I mean, hopefully with the next trilogy they could fully just just move away from Skywalker and that and that's all we, you know, we don't we've visited so many times. But I think when it comes to Obi-Wan, I mean, and the time frame that it's in, the time where where it sits in the timeline, it's like, yeah, well, you can't help but do that. Can't help but look at that. So I think it's still I'm I'm okay with that. So, anyways, hey, so check this out. Uh, Samsung posted this right here. They're basically uh, they got this tablet they're going to be promoting. Again, the marketing has been pretty damn awesome when it comes to this. But um, you can actually see a little bit more shots right here. Ooh, that's right. Partners with Vengeance right there. Look at that. We got the. Uh, of course, the uh, the contact lenses right here sees the bigger picture. Yeah, up, up. That's new. All right. So look at that. Rotate. Oh man. So you see that right there? That's from his eyeball. Eyeball. The eyeball lenses right here. But then there's this shot right here. Look at this shot right at the end. He he goes like that. He swings off. Ah ah. You see that? He goes over the railing. I love it. Goes over the railing and then just swings away. Grappling hook right there. Ha! Ah. God, this movie's going to be fucking awesome. Oh, I cannot wait. It's like it's grounded, but it's also not grounded. I don't know. If that makes sense. If that makes sense. 
Uh, let's see. We got Michael Mann. Michael Mann. He's uh, he's gonna be. Uh, he's got his passion project Ferrari gears up, and it's got Adam Driver, and uh, obviously got Penelope Cruz. Shailene Whitley Woodley is uh, gonna be joining this thing too. So that's gonna be uh, pretty interesting. Ferrari. Michael Mann. Give me some more Michael Mann. And then uh, we got Mr. Ken Lewis right here, just making some awesome, awesome. Justice League sequel stills right here in black and white, by the way. We got Wayne T. Carr right here, John Stewart looking great. We got Gal, we got Wonder Woman just in full on battle mode with the fucking helmet on with the horns. We got Darkseid looking over, uh, I guess, Metropolis. That's what that's looking like. It's pretty cool. And um, yeah, just keeps on going. They're fighting right there, fighting Darkseid in the middle of the city. We got fucking Nightmare Batman right here looking over Wayne Manor. I mean, he's just making some beautiful fucking shit right here. My God. My God. So, yeah, if you're not following him, follow him on Instagram. Ken Lewis making some really great stuff right there. So. And then Craven, the hunter from Sony, is uh, they hey, they got Russell Crowe. So there you go. Um I mean, I don't know what the status of this movie is, but yeah, Aaron Taylor Johnson is playing Craven, and uh, you know, we kind of were like wondering about like what is happening with this movie. Is this actually happening? I don't, I don't, you know, everybody's been talking about Morbius, Venom, and stuff like that. What happened to Craven? Well, it's happening still, and Russell Crowe is going to be a part of it. So, cool. I like it. Ah. <sighs> So, here we go. We have uh, David Ayer right here. Just letting us know that uh, the movie that we saw that was Suicide Squad was, uh, of course, dicked with by certain people, specifically the guy with the ball cap. So, somebody asked Mr. Ayer, Hey, a quick question out of curiosity. In your original cut, was a screenplay written only by you or in collaboration with someone? And David Ayer said, just me. Johns had a hand in the reshoot pages. Ah, just like he did with Justice League. Remember? Yeah, yeah, Johns, maybe some Whedon, who uh, were punching up the dialogue. Now... When we talk about how why Toby Emmerich hates Zack Snyder, I think one of the reasons is because Zack was like, fuck this. He's like, oh, yeah, I'll play by your, your fucking re- your, your goddamn punched up pages. Yeah, I'll do that. I'm going to shoot that, but I'm also going to shoot my movie also, you know? And I think that's one of the reasons why Toby was never, you know, like Zack. Um, doesn't seem like, I mean, did Ayer do the same thing? Probably, maybe, I don't know. Or when it came to just, when it came to him, the, the, the actual principal photography, maybe there wasn't any punching up happening there. But then, of course, when the reshoots happened, that's when he punched up the dialogue and punched up some of the stuff right there that we saw. And uh, yeah, but we have to realize David Ayer wrote Training Day. Jeff Johns, yes, you wrote some good comic books. Sure, I'll give you credit for that. But you're not a fucking screenplay. You're not a screenwriter. You're not a guy to do that. We've seen that all the way back to Green Lantern. We know this. 
but you're you're you were rewriting rewriting pages from the guy who wrote Training Day, Training Day, which was one of his first, which is like early in his career. It's ridiculous. Speaking of David Ayer, this is interesting right here. Okay, we have this screenshot uh, from release the Ayer cut, RT Ayer cut SS. The Ayer cut is finished and would cost nothing to stream. And David Ayer liked it. All right. So this is uh, one of those things. It's it, This kind of brings me back. I got a little deja vu. A little deja vu because I th because remember when Zach said it was done, it's finished, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, you know, I was one of those assholes that went, well, it's not technically finished. There's still some VFX that need to be finished. It still needs to be, you know, I mean, there's a cut, but it's not like a final product. And, of course, I got targeted by, you know, some of those lovely people in the fandom who thought I was, uh, you know, who thought I was anti-Snyder, of course, um, which is funny. So we got Ayer right here that's essentially saying that his cut of the movie is finito as well. I'm willing to bet that there still needs to be some work, okay? But I like the fact that he's working with this group and maybe it just needs a little bit. And I've always said, yeah, when it comes to like getting the air cut complete and get put on HBO Max, it would cost at le less than 10 million, probably even like probably around 5 million. I don't know how much exactly it would take for it to be a final product. I think there's probably it's not nearly as incomplete as the Snyder cut was for sure, you know, but I love the fact that he's just going, fuck, yeah. And he probably I mean, who knows? He probably told these guys. I know these guys there's they they have an ear to David Ayer for sure. And I'm not I'm not calling him a liar. I'm just calling him like, yeah, he probably there would be a cut. There's a cut right there ready to go. Just needs a little bit to just shape it up to make it fully on a movie and a final product that they can actually place on HBO Max. Hopefully Dave Zaslav will do that. But yeah, so this was getting tossed around everywhere. But yeah, going back to this, of course, just me, John's had a hand in reshoot pages. Ugh. God, I hate that. I hate that. Freaking that guy with the ball cap. Just stick to comic books, motherfucker. My God. Anyways, all right. And then, yes, remember when everybody was like, oh, my God, Arnold Schwarzenegger's playing Zeus. You know, he's playing, he's playing Zeus in a movie. It's like, no, he's not. He's playing in a Super Bowl commercial. Zeus. Sorry, Zeus. I there need he is. It's for BMW Electrical. You know, here it is. Selma Hayek. I... I one of the things I don't get is, like, why do they release Super Bowl commercials online, like, early? I don't get that. But I guess they just want to build up more stuff. It's like you pay, like, a shit ton of money to get a 30 or a minute spot. And then they release it online. So, yeah, there you go. Hey, it's the movie we want. It's Paolo. Paolo the movie. Paolo, come on. Give me my own spin-off. Let's do this. I thought this was funny, you know. Obviously, the Morbius poster came out. Somebody made a Palo commercial right here. So, I like it. 
Uh, and then, of course, <laughs> apparently, this is random right here, but apparently uh, George Miller was considering casting Eminem as Mad Max in Fury Road before Tom Holland. We were going to shoot in Australia at that point, and he simply didn't want to leave home. That's crazy. George Miller wanted Eminem. He wanted Eminem to be <laughs> Max before he cast Tom Hardy. That is pretty insane. Cr crazy choice right there. Crazy choice right here. Oh, this is so great right here. And I remember, you know, we all remember Living Color, but man, Jim Carrey, of course, was, uh, he played Vanilla Ice right here. Let's kick it! So great. Saw that on my timeline. Had to retweet it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I don't know. Ah, Robert Rodriguez, what were you thinking right there? We could talk about that. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. Jesus Christ. Oi. Oi. That little spin move right there with the uh the fucking the kids from the kids from Tatooine. <laughs> Good lord. Oh. So 90s, yes it was. And then according to, uh, you know, Tom Hardy allegedly spat on Army Hammer during the Mad Max audition, then won the role. So, yeah, there's like a whole article about, you know, about this whole thing. But, yeah, apparently Tom Hardy spat. He spit on Army Hammer. Army Hammer, the freak that he is, probably enjoyed it. You know, God knows. Jesus, that guy. Of course, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that, too. Oh, so good. So good. So good. Ah, love it. Even Jenna Malone. Yeah, we'll talk about all that. There's all that. Yeah. Let's see. Is there anything else? We got some uh, Krypton Cage right here. Doing some black and white. Some black and white posters with the uh, the concept art that was released. Of course, we got Ray Fisher right here. Oh, yeah. And then soon, Michael Giacchino. Uh, we're going to be soon getting the Catwoman. We're going to be getting the Catwoman. Um I'm going to be in the Catwoman uh, theme right there. We have another motion poster right here. Ah, good stuff. And then, of course, just like clockwork, you know, because, you know, they always like to put the big movies up in Times Square. Shazam. Oh, oh, oh. Batman vs. Superman was right there. And now we got the Batman. The Batman is all over Times Square right there. Right over Ruby Tuesday. That's right. Who remembers? Hey, who remembers uh, Meteor Man? Who remembers Meteor Man? I watched this movie so much when I was a kid. Anytime it was on, I don't know which movie channel it would be on. Anytime this movie was on, I would watch it. Robert Townsend, beast, beast. I always loved his costume, too. I thought his costume was great. I love the green, you know, the green and the gray and how his, like, you know, his emblem would, like, light up and everything like that. Meteor Man. That's right. First black superhero right there. Yeah, that's right. Eat your heart out, Blade, Black Panther. Nah, Meteor Man was the first black superhero, okay? Let's get it right. Let's get it right, guys. Love that fucking movie. Even if it had didn't have Bill Cosby in it. <laughs> Anyways. Um, and then, of course, we have some Western style. Look at that. Western style. Good job, Mr. KC. Western-style Rebel Moon posters right there. Release that air cut. Do all that. 
Batman. And then, uh, yeah, man, uh, apparently when it came to Bob Saget's um, death, the family determines the cause of death was head trauma. Apparently, I mean, I guess he just um, he bumped his head really bad. And then instead of just going to get it checked out, he just went to sleep and then didn't wake up. Fuck, man. I mean, that's no joke. That's no joke, man. You fall down, you hit your head. I mean, that's no joke. If, you, if there's anything fuzzy going on, go to the fucking hospital, please. Uh, there was a comedian named Heather McDonald, I think yesterday, posted a video where she, she fell down on stage. She, got, she just totally fainted on stage, slammed her head on the, on the stage, and then in the hospital, they said that there was internal bleeding happening in her head. But they were, of course, she was in the hospital and they were hopefully like get all that taken care of. But, you know, if you're not in the hospital and you just go to sleep, I mean, geez, man, head trauma, dude. Fuck, man. So, yeah, there's a chance he just freaking knocked his head. He just bumped his head, man. Yeah, it's no joke. Head trauma is no joke. No joke. So many rest in peace, man. I'm still going to, yeah, I'm just missing that guy. Missing that guy like crazy. Uh, anyways, rest in peace, Mob Saget. Let's see. Tom Hardy's Bane made me actually like the character. Otherwise, I've never liked Bane. Interesting, Carrie. Okay. He made you like it, did he? With his voice, the fire rises. Okay. Let's talk about the main topic, which, of course, is Zack Snyder's Rebel Moon. Of course, I'm wearing my Ray Fisher Cyborg T-shirt today because why not? I mean, when, when you see people, those ignorant fucking assholes that want to just like, I mean, you know, I, I always give props to Ray. Everybody always say, oh, he was fired. He's fired. No, no. He just dug his heels in. He didn't want to work with Hamada and that regime. Okay, I've said time and time again, Muschietti's wanted him in the Flash. There was a version of the script that had Cyborg in the Flash, but Ray being Ray and the man that he is, he dug his heels in and said, "No, not going to do it." Yes, he would be in the Flash if he didn't, you know, stand his ground. But that's Ray Fisher for you, you know. And he's uh, he's said many times that he'll be okay. He'll be okay. You know, he's a theater actor. He's doing all this. And then, you know, we all were just kind of just wishing it. We were putting it out there, putting that vibe out there. It's like, please, Zack Snyder, please, Zack Snyder, cast Ray Fisher. Please cast Ray, cast Ray Fisher. And sure enough, he cast Ray Fisher. And, uh, yeah, I mean, pretty much right here, this is our cast. There's our cast right there. Uh, of course, Sophia Batella. I mean, geez, look at this sexy cast right here. I love the fact that Jenna Malone's coming back. Jaman Hassoun, you know, I always say his name wrong, but, you know, I mean, he's just like so recognizable. Such a character actor. Charlie Hunnam. Will it be? Will it be? Um, and speaking of that, remember when Craig, I don't know if you guys heard this, but I mean, it's almost like it actually happened. You know? find myself in times of trouble daddy zack he comes to me charlie hannam green arrow will it be well i mean that was my choice and in my hour of darkness yeah, remember this I guy right here ten signs <laughs> for him to see yeah charlie hannam green arrow will it be Charlie 
You know what? I'm wondering if that had some inspiration when it came to casting Charlie Hunnam. I don't know. There's a possibility. Who knows? Maybe uh, Zach just liked him in King Arthur because we all know that Zack Snyder loves King Arthur. Maybe he really just loved that movie. Who knows? But yes, of course, we saw this right here when it came to uh, Zach posting about this honor to welcome his incredible cast uh, showing everybody right there. And I think everybody just when, when we saw Ray Fisher, we all just kind of just uh, we we're all besides ourselves, man. I tell you, we're all besides ourselves. Um, and then, of course, you know, you know, we have uh, we, I mean, Duna Duna Bay. I didn't know who exactly that was at first. You look at her. You look her up in uh, IMDb. It's actually Bay Duna. Like uh, that's what it says right there. She's from South Korea. And uh, you know what? Uh, when it comes to um, uh, what's his name from um, um, Parasite and even the Wachowskis, she's been in a lot of those movies. She's been she was in Jupiter Ascending, Cloud Atlas. She was in Sense8, the TV series, so she's worked with the Wachowskis a lot. She was in The Host also, which was, um, which uh, what's his, you know, June's uh, movie right there. If you guys haven't seen that, do yourself a favor, watch that. So she's been very, you know, she's a very prolific actress. She's been working since basically for 20-something years right there. So she's been in a lot of stuff. But, yeah, she's worked with the Wachowskis a lot, so... And then, of course, we all know Jenna Malone, which is great. She's obviously been there a lot. And then you have Staz Nair, Nair, who uh, I, I, you know, I didn't watch. I didn't watch Supergirl, but yeah, he was a regular in Supergirl. Apparently, he played uh, he played William Day in Supergirl. So there you go. Um, yeah, he's, he was also in the Krypton series for a bit or a little bit. He had a cut, one episode, I guess. Zods and Monsters, he was in that episode. So he's been in the DC world. Um, he was in the Rocky... He was actually Rocky in the Rocky Horror Picture Show Let's Do the Time Warp Again TV movie that happened in 2016. So that's... So look up that. He was in a couple... He was in a... He was Quano, Quono in Game uh, in Game of Thrones. So, you know, he's been pretty uh, prolific too. And then you have... Um, we have Charlotte Maggie, who is fresh off the fucking bus, you know, I guess you could say, into Hollywood. She has been she is known for one thing, which is called Mavericks, a TV series. Don't know what it is, but she's only been in that. And that's it. That's the only credit that you'll find when it comes to her. And then you got Sky Yang, uh, who is in Tomb Raider. It's uh, the only thing. And apparently he's going to be in the Halo TV series as Ruben. So, yeah, he's been in Sunny, he's been in uh, a, a show star, uh, called Holding, but uh, he was the Chinese kid in Tomb Raider. So, pretty cool, pretty cool. Yeah. So, there you go right there. And then, of course, um, let's see, we got Zach, of course, posting on Twitter also. So let's just, you know, obviously I just want to talk about those ones that, you know, we recognize the other names, but, you know, I wanted to do that. <laughs> so right here, obviously, we got Zach posting about this right here, and we got this beautiful concept art. That's right. Beautiful concept art that we see right here. We see some of the seven right here. Obviously, futuristic-looking Star Wars-like, yes. And then we got some big baddies right here. I mean, we got these guys right here that are wearing these masks with red eyes. And then we got this, like, you know, admiral right here. 
I don't know who's playing him. And we got all these like slave type people. We got these big statues. This statue looks like Mysterio a little bit right there. And then we got this. We got a dog. There's some snow right here. We've got a futuristic city and a moon that's pretty big right there. It's going to be. I'm wondering if that's Sophia Batella's character right there. Could possibly be. Uh, let's see. Net Netflix geeked. Uh, they also posted about it, too. They posted another screenshot. They posted another screenshot. Yeah, they posted that. I thought they posted another. Yeah, this screenshot right here of like some kind of temple right here. And look at the look at this guy right here with this mask. We got some um, Star Destroyer looking ships right here. Just looking gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous. Cannot wait to see the visuals. The visuals in Rebel Moon are going to be just absolutely fantastic, absolutely fantastic. Cannot wait. Oh man, but yeah, there's all them. And then, uh, um, well, when it comes to Ray Fisher, also he's playing. Um, his character is called Battleaxe. I actually should have looked that up. I remember. I remember there's like a THR article about it too. Um, let me see here. Uh, THR. They actually had the full on uh, more like descriptions of it. I should have pulled it up. Apologies. You should have had that up already. Of course, got to go all through. Hey, Firestarter. That's uh, that's Zach Efron. I didn't realize Zach Efron was going to be in this Firestarter um, reboot right there, or the remake, I should say. I'm like, yeah, all right, making another one of those. Oh, yeah, and by the way, Futurama's coming back. What? <laughs> Take all my money. Jeez. Yeah, Futurama's coming back, which, all right, cool. I'm digging it. Totally digging it. So I like it. Uh, I mean, they're reviving, like, all my fucking favorite cartoons, so why not? I'm not going to I'm not gonna be in. I'm not going to, you know, yeah. Sophia Batella is leading the ensemble cast in the story of Peaceful Colony. We already know all that. Character details are about as easy to find as as an honest galactic mercenary. Yeah. But uh, sources say that Hansu is playing a character named General Titus. Good, bad, bad guy, status unknown. Bay is a nemesis who is uh, proficient with a sword, while Fisher is a resistance fighter named ba Blood Axe. Not Battle Axe. Blood Axe. Sorry. Did I say that wrong? I did. Blood Axe. I love that. So Ray Fisher, we're going to see a Ray Fisher. We're going to see a badass Ray Fisher, by the way. Okay? We know he could be badass. I mean, when he played Cyborg, though, of course, he had to play that role where he had to be, like, robotic and whatnot, but he was still a badass. Still a lot of emotion. We're going to... Ray Fisher, resistance fighter, Blood Axe. Fucking love it! Love it! Can't go wrong with that. When you want a name in a sci-fi epic, you want a name like Blood Axe. Who wouldn't want a name like Blood Axe? Just fucking rolls right off the tongue, Blood Axe. I wonder what his, I wonder what his, what his costume looks like. You know, that's what I'm going to be looking forward to, what the costumes look like, you know, the set designs and whatnot. Blood Axe. So, I mean, does he carry an axe? I don't know. It's just going to be great. But, I mean, what a fucking... What a what a middle finger to Warner Brothers. What a middle finger that Zack Snyder decided. He's like, you know what? You know, he's obviously he loves Ray Fisher. Ray Fisher has said nothing but great things about Zack Snyder on his like Twitch streams and everything like that. And we were all just kind of just begging like, oh, please let him be in 
in Rebel Moon, Rebel Moon, Rebel Moon. And then it was funny, too, because when we saw the character names and the descriptions that, that, that already came out, we were, everybody was kind of looking at, oh, yeah, he could play that person, that. But no, he's playing Blood Axe. Blood Axe. Such a middle finger, man. Such a middle finger to Warner Brothers, you know. He basically just, you know, he, he did what he does best, man. Yeah, yeah it's like, like a Warner, Warner Brothers. Brothers. Pretty much. <sighs> love it. I love it. Especially all that, you know, the haters out there who was just like talking about Ray Fisher and like, oh, he'll never work again. He'll never do. Yeah, yeah, right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. How you feeling now? Okay. Netflix is going to have their version of Star Wars. It's going to be a Zack Snyder Star Wars. It's not going to be exactly for kids, most likely. Ray Fisher's in it. So how do you feel? How do you feel? But yeah, love it, love it, love it, love it, love it, man. Can't go wrong with this cast. Cast is almost too sexy, too sexy. I know Snyder is just, uh, you know, I, I think he always had intentions for Ray Fisher to be a part of it. I think, you know, because, you know, he's one of those directors that likes to work with people again and again and again. I mean, look at Jenna Malone. Um, you know, she's been in a couple uh, a couple few of his movies. So um, I think he's just, you know, he's always been like that type to work with similar, you know, but he's what has Zack Snyder always been really perfect at casting. He's always been perfect at casting. I mean, he, when you just look at the Justice League casting, I mean, you kind of go, oh, yeah, that all makes sense. I mean, Zack Snyder made Aquaman. He didn't make him a joke. It's like, oh, yeah, you could joke about him, but he's going to show you that mean face, that Momoa mean face. Yeah, and you're not going to want to you're going to want to take that joke back. He made Aquaman not a joke. OK, he made Cyborg the heart of a movie. I mean, he and he knew exactly who to cast when it came to everyone. He's just when he cast Cavill as fucking Superman and Ben as Batman and, you know, all the way down, I mean, even to Amy, Ad you know, Amy Adams is Lois, just perfect Lois and just all the casting. Every time that he this man does casting, you better believe it's going it's going to be great. He just has a, a fucking eye for casting. So, man, cannot wait. Cannot wait. Thank you, Ray. Yeah. Smash that like thumbs up if you haven't already. So there you go. Oh, not that one. Let's talk about this flop. Let's talk about the Batman that's going to flop or hopefully flop, right? Uh, yeah, not so much hype for it, right? Right? Nobody's hyped for the Batman. Who really wants another Batman movie? Oh, I love it when those guys talk about that. But uh, here we go. Remember the, you know, hopefully you guys got your tickets yesterday to that, of course, advanced that two-day early fan screening in IMAX. <laughs> According to Deadline, the Batman special IMAX advanced previews sell out. Warner Brothers put tickets on sale for a special The Batman preview yesterday morning to be held in IMAX on March 1st and showtimes at uh, 350 locations sold immediately. The preview is dated so that fans can watch the movie simultaneously with those attending the New York premiere, the Matt Reeves-directed DC movie. Yeah, okay, we all know that. Rival estimates believe they're, uh, they're in store for another $100 million-plus opening with The Batman in the wake of the uber-success of Sony's Spider-Man No Way Home, which is on its way to becoming the third-highest movie of all time, beating Avatar. So there you go. I mean, I w I'm not going to say I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, yeah, I mean, like, every theater is just bone dry. No seats anymore. 
Maybe there's still some seats, but let's face it, it practically sold out. I mean, I saw, I mean, I posted that and I loved when people pushed back against it because they didn't, they didn't gather the sarcasm that I was putting in my tweet. But yeah, so many people were posting screenshots of the movie theater they're attending and just sold out, sold out, sold out, sold out. And these are IMAX. These are IMAX screenings. So not your normal ticket price. Okay. There's some place, I mean, where I'm going for IMAX, it was like $24 a ticket. And I had to get three, me and my brother and my nephew. So, but still, it's like, all right, it's it's the Batman. I got to see it early. Got to see it in IMAX. So, I mean, this movie's just going to be, just going to be huge. 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 Um, you know, and then, you know, with all this, you know, it's always been a question. Does it make a billion? Does it make a billion? Does it make a billion? I think it does. I think it's going to. When you, I mean, smart. Again, finally, Warner Brothers is being smart when it comes to th- certain things. When it comes to the marketing of the Batman, smart. They've been pretty smart when it comes to that. And then they decide, well, let's do an, an IMAX-only fan screening a couple of days early. Because, you know, I mean, IMAX, that's going to be a pricier ticket. So it's going to you know, help that. I mean, it's a whole marketing thing. Some people say it's cheating. No, not really. I mean, it's just them just throwing, hey, there's IMAX. You got the option. You don't have to, but this is what we're going to do. So, yeah, we're basically everybody. I mean, when you go to these, I cannot wait. You know, everybody's going to be shoulder to shoulder. No empty seat in the house. I was surprised we got got it early here. Yeah, it sucks for like up there in uh, Canada, eh? Yeah, they, uh, they, I guess they couldn't get some screenings. Sorry about that, eh? I uh, don't know what, uh, you know, no, no, no Batman up here, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, I felt sorry for my Canada friends who um, couldn't get a ticket yesterday. But, uh, you know, what can he do? What can he do? Um, yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Uh, I know Snyder. If, if, I mean, I can only imagine if like they would have allowed him to have Zack Snyder's Justice League be just have like two weeks, two weeks, two weeks of um, two weeks of uh, just having uh, the Snyder cut out there in um, in the movie theater. You know, see what that would have pulled. Uh, what's going on, Danny? Thank you for the super chat. $5 super chat. Appreciate it. Hey, Dave, love you and support everything you do. I can't in good conscience uh, support Matt's Batman. Maybe that's a little harsh, but darn, that's that was Ben's movie. Well, it's, it wasn't Ben's movie. He didn't want to he didn't want to do Ben's movie because that wasn't his vision. It's like that was Ben's vision. This is my vision. So, um, you know, so it wasn't Ben's movie. It wasn't Ben's movie. It was this is 100% Matt's version. And of course, uh, Ben had his version. Matt didn't want to do Ben's version because that wasn't his. So, I mean, you know, it's fine. If you don't want to support it, that's perfectly fine. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. But, uh, you know, like I said, it's just uh, when he gave his pitch of what he wanted to do, they said yes. And, uh, you know, hopefully we could see Ben's vision in some form or whatever. Maybe, you know, if he just like gets if J-Lo goes, you know what? Do your Batman movie, baby. That's 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 who we have to start tweeting at. Tweet at J-Lo. I'm like, come on. 
get your get your boy to make this Batman movie or series or whatever the fuck, something like that. And then maybe we can get that. I don't know. Um, but maybe, you know, who knows, but maybe, you know, if I want to see the story in some form, just either whether the, the script get leaked, gets leaked out, which I said, hashtag leak the Batflex script, or, you know, they put it in graphic novel form, or I don't know, just do something. I want to fucking read that shit. I really do. I want to do that. I want to read that. I really do. I really want to read that. So, but who knows if that's going to happen. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see, but please, Ben, just that, you know, when you drop the dead, the, the dead, sh- uh, the death stroke, I almost said dead shot, death stroke test footage, and you got on a plane, just drop, drop a link to download the script and then just, <laughs> and just put your phone down or something. I don't know. Be fucking sweet. Hashtag, hashtag uh, leak the bat flick script. That's what I'm saying. All right. Now, Warner Discovery. <laughs> which, of course, we're all anxiously waiting to see what happens with this. Um, obviously, when we talked about this before, um, the um, there was like this whole thing where they were talking about like, well, there's a chance that they might stop this. You know, there might be some regulations. The government might stop this because they look at it like, oh, what are you doing here? We don't wanna, we don't have a, like a monopoly or something like that. But it's like fucking Disney is buying up all kinds of shit. What are you guys talking about? Jesus. But uh, so this article came out right here. It's brief. It's whatever. <laughs> Warner Media Discovery gets green light from U.S. regulators. Regulators. The merger at AT&T's at AT&T's Warner Media and Discovery have cleared U.S. regulators. The company announced Wednesday in the major hurdle of the $43 billion deal. Basically, regulators let the waiting period expire without objections. So no objection. AT&T CEO John Stanky had indicated on the Telco's earnings call with analysts last week that approval could be coming sooner than expected. And this is even faster than anticipated and a giant step forward to finally closing the deal. European regulators have already given the thumbs up. Discovery shareholders still need to approve the transaction, but that's considered in the bag with major stakeholders, including John Malone, already committed. So we're good. As per expired, as per an SEC filing as of February 9th, 2022, Discovery Inc. and AT&T Inc. have satisfied the closing condition in Section 9.1, whatever, of the agreement uh, and plan of merger dated as of May 17th of 2021 by the by by and among Discovery, AT&T, Drake, Subsidiaria, Inc., and Magalani's Inc., and all this other crazy crap and everything like that. Logistics. Yeah. So the a uh, HSR Act, Santori, whatever. Yeah. Waiting period ha- has expired or otherwise been terminated, and any agreement not uh, to con- uh, consummate uh, and uh, transaction between the parties of Federal Trade Commission and Antitrust Division of the United States Department, blah, 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 logistics. All I'm saying here is it's approved. It's greenlit. We don't have to worry about that because there was that worry a little bit. We're like, were they going to stop it? Are they going to prove it? Is it not going to happen? Are we still, you know, is Toby still going to keep his job? <laughs> That's what we're trying to, like, wonder about there. I don't know. So, yeah. There you go. So we're good. (sighs) 
I haven't spoke about Boba Fett yet, Jam Jam. Don't worry. That's coming up next. But yeah, so we have the approval. Everything's good. A lot of logistics in there. That's all that all that matters is it's happening in Zaslov's. Hopefully going to clean a little bit of house. Um, you know, not everybody. Like I said, I'm pretty sure Kylar and probably Sarnoff's not going to go anywhere. But who knows with everybody else? Seems like Emmerich probably will. And we'll see what happens. Um, but, uh, you know. That's pretty much it. And I think, you know, people who are banking on he's just going to full on be like, restore the Snyderverse. That's what we're doing. You know, I don't know. There's a lot of things that, that have been out there, even like people talking about the Batman success. And, you know, you just got to watch out for that. There's scoopers and stuff out there that are saying that have been saying stuff for a bit. And it's obviously not happening. And we've d dealt with this before. Now it just seems like there's always just like a, a another cycle of fucking scoopers that want to take advantage of a fandom. And I'm here to always say like, hey, don't expect like this guy to just fully just be like, let's do this. Restore the Snyderverse. We're doing this, blah, blah, blah. You know, you got it. To me, it's just sound, who knows what's going to be happening after this. Um, obviously, we just got cast. We got the whole cast of Rebel Moon. We know that's going to be a busy thing. And we got one of the Justice League members in there. Um, there was a rumor that Henry Cavill was going to be a part of it, um, which is, I don't know where that rumor came from. Apparently, it was from a fake tweet. Uh, there's a lot of fake shit out there. A lot of fake news. Fake news. You have fake news. You have fake news. A lot of fake news out there, guys. And then, of course, the Scoopy stuff, you know. Man, there was a, you know, a certain someone said that, yeah, that's, you know, the Batman hype is not there. Okay. But, uh, you know, but, you know, the only thing I would ask for the scooping community is when you're wrong, admit it. Just admit it. That's all you got to do. Just admit it. Oh, I was wrong. Got bad information or, you know, whatever. Just say you're wrong. That's all. That's all I ask. Just say you're wrong. It's not hard to be. I was wrong. I was wrong. Not hard to say that. All right. Book of Boba Fett. Woo, man. I tell you what, I kind of wonder when it comes to uh, what they're doing right now, when it comes to these uh, Star Wars TV. Sorry, my nose is like itchy right now. I don't know why. Um, uh, so I, I swear to God, I didn't do any, uh, you know, I didn't sniff anything before I, uh, I uh, started the stream. I swear to God. Um, anyways. <laughs> uh, anyways, um, no. Um so Book of Boba Fett, you know, a lot of people are wondering, like, who's going to show up? Who's going to show up? Who's going to show up? And, uh, you know, some people were thinking, well, what if Han shows up? What if Leia shows up? What's going to be happening? More Luke. What's going on? And I'm not going to say any spoilers. I'm not going to go too in-depth with, you know, too many spoilers. When it comes to this episode, I enjoyed it. But, man, there was some stuff in here that I went, what the fuck, man? Robert Rodriguez, what happened? <laughs> What happened? This is your this is where you started, bud. You started with your El Mariachi trilogy. I mean, Desperado is like probably my favorite movie of his. You were always really good with gunfights. I mean, I get it. It's Disney. You can't make it too graphic. But man, always good with the gunfights. And sometimes when it came when, when it came to this episode and even previous episodes, I was like, damn, this. Um, this seems a little subpar for Robert Rodriguez. I mean, we all saw that shot of that one dude who was, you know, who decides to like do a spin move to to shoot, and I'm just going, 
What's the point of that? I mean, I can understand if he had his revolver like in his the back of his pants. Cool. You could do a spin move and whip that thing out and shoot. But he already had it in his hand. It was awful. I remember just seeing that going, what the fucking point was that? And then I, Mr. Uh, Mr. Keys posted that and said, what is happening here? And a lot of people, you know, what's funny about that. You know, I, I quote tweeted that that shot of the spin move and the shoot. Man, the, 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 the Star Wars fans that really are just loving like everything. God, the pushback, the condescending pushback that I got from that. I'm like, I'm just I'm just making fun of this. I actually enjoyed the, sh- the the episode. There's some cool shit that happens with it, you know, a little bit of like, uh, what is that? Oh, there's a big monster coming. Uh, and then the build up to that. Cool. You know, yes, there a little a little creature was also present in there, but that was kind of like random. And it was cool seeing Boba Fett and Mandalorian, you know, doing their shoot pew, 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 pew thing. It was cool. I'll give it that. Um, and then there was a showdown, of course, with another character which i thought was all right cool we'll see where that goes and um and then of course there was a post-credit scene where like interesting um which i introduced another character but anyways um i don't know this show when it comes to book of boba fett it's just like it, it felt like it didn't know what it exactly wanted to be um you know, we've talked about this. We talked about this on the Vodka stream last Friday. We'll we'll talk about it again, of course, this Friday. We'll uh, have a heavy discussion. But uh, you know, I mean, it was there was a lot of good things that happened in this episode, but there was some things where I was going, Jesus Christ, man, Robert Rodriguez, really, man, you sh- you're better than this. You're better than this, man. You made you know the first Sin City. Look at that. Your El Mariachi series, man, come on. I mean, there's just, you know, I just think he's he's better. But um, for overall, overall, though, I still enjoy the series. Okay, even when it took those wicked, crazy left turns like, oh, now we're, you know, this very much got back to, uh, hey, remember, this is uh, a Boba Fett series. But uh, yeah, um, but. We'll see what happens. I mean, obviously, there's going to be probably a season two. I don't know. I mean, I haven't announced anything, but I'm fairly certain it's going to be. That's why I'm looking forward to Kenobi, because Kenobi, I think I'm hoping that they know exactly what. I mean, it's Obi-Wan Kenobi. I mean, you're talking about a character that, yeah, Boba Fett was always iconic, but, you know, he was very minimal when it came to the original trilogy. I mean, Obi-Wan Kenobi is very much... You know, he's top tier character. I think they know exactly. Hopefully I'm going. They know exactly what they want it to end up being right there. So. But yeah, so my whole you know, when it comes to the uh, this, the season finale, I uh, enjoyed it. But yeah, there's some things where I was like, I was like, what? I was into it. And then there's things. I was like, Wait, what? <laughs> you know, it's like and then, of course, with all the, the 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 cameos that happened in previous episodes, everybody's going like, "Who's gonna come in and just save the day?" And you know, I'm wondering if people got disappointed because they were expecting like another crazy character to just show up, and it you know you know, and it's just like, but this was very much like, "Hey, we're rounding up the Boba Fett story." You know, we don't you know, we I think I don't know, I don't want to say too much, but there it is, there it is. Anyways, all right, so there's my uh, little review of uh, the season finale um, of Boba Fett, Book of Boba Fett. So, okay, here we go. 
Um, let's go to uh, the Twitter uh, questions right here. Okay. All right. Let's do it. All right. Let's do some hump day questions right here. Mr. Darren, laugh now, cry later. If you had to guess, do you think Joker will be teased or shown in the Batman? And who do you think the actor will be? Well, I mean, we we all kind of, you know, kind of saw, kind of having a suspicion of who it is. And uh, I think it'll be teased. I don't think they'll flat out show it. Maybe there'll be a laugh. I don't know. I Yeah, but yeah, yay that thumbnail, right? Thumbnail's great. It's a good thumbnail. Uh, da, deuce, deuce. Yeah. That's uh, Mr. Milena, right? Are you out there? Um, what are the chances Ben Affleck could show up in Rebel Moon and is Netflix geek geeked legit? Uh, yes, they Netflix geeked is legit there, sir. But I remember when you sent me this and then you commented on it again, this this account right here, if you notice, there's two eyes. This is a fake account. So when they posted it, that's why I said fake. It's fake. This account is faked. The actual Netflix geeked account is real this is fake and if ben affleck was in rebel moon it would have been announced today so no ben affleck is not going to be announced in this uh in this uh in this um in rebel moon sadly but yeah so just to let you know there buddy um i remember i saw you commenting on that i'm like yeah but yeah this was a fake account because there's two eyes right there not that oh we got a hater in here where, where the hell are you, Jose? We got a hater in here, so. Uh, let's get him out of here. Let's see. Um, how we that? There you go. Got him out there. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Did I? Did it work? I don't think it worked. I don't know. We got somebody who's just acting like a fool. There we go. He's out now. All right. It's working now. Good. Jesus. All right, so here we go. Um, well, hey, Dave, with the Oscar nominations coming out yesterday, can you see the Oscars ending up being like the Golden Globes in the future with no one really caring about the event because of the movies that get nominated? Yeah, people are not really caring anymore. It's it's crazy. Little Caesars doing God's work with these posters. Yeah, I got to get more. I got to get more of that. So I'm getting more of those posters. Cooper Knox, speaking of Army Hammer, when are we going to get more Army Hammer messages with Casual Batman again? I missed those. Well, I think he read them all. I think he read them all. I think we got all that. <laughs> but why male models? As uh, Edward said right there. Uh, let's see. Um, then we got a, a sire right here. It says, I don't have questions. I just have to say I'm very ha fucking happy for Ray Fisher. Right now, I stand with Ray Fisher. Good, as you should be. Joseph. Hey, Dave, just wondering if it's okay to ask for a birthday shout-out. Well, happy birthday, Joseph. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Joseph Cornelius Hollenbeck. Happy birthday to you. Uh, also, since Die Hard is my favorite movie, it's been really sad to see Bruce Willis let his career go to waste for easy money. Die Hard aside, what are your favorite uh, Bruce Willis joints? Um, you know, I am a fa fan of The Fifth Element. I like uh, uh, The Last Boy Scout, also good. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, A Whole Nine Yards, 
that's one of my favorite Bruce Willis movies also. If you haven't seen that with him and Matthew Perry, love that movie. Yeah, you know, he's been in a lot of good he's been in a lot of good movies at least. But yeah, he's definitely his career is definitely just all B-roll now. BR, no questions from me, just pumped for Rebel Moon as you should be. Eric, hey Dave, only 7 episodes. Some of them short for whatever reason should have been released at all at once for a binge watch, I think. What say you? I think you're what are you talking about? Book of Boba Fett. I think even uh, Jeremy Johns mentioned that on his review that Book of Boba Fett would have been better binging as opposed to week to week. I mean, that's that's interesting. It's interesting because it's like what movie? Yeah, yeah. I think it probably would have, to be honest, been a better binge watch. Mike Super Soups Kenobi theory about Batgirl. Not that I care for it, but fun to speculate. Then you kind of care for it, there, Mike. What if J.K. Uh, J.K.'s Gordon isn't the same Gordon from the Snyderverse? What if he's a variant living in the Keatonverse who looks like the other Gordon, like how J, uh, J.K. is J.J.J. in there? Yeah, that could be it too. That's always a, that's a good theory. And then we got Ryan. Obviously, the fact that Charlie Hunnam has been cast in Rebel Moon proves that he was Zack's choice for Green Arrow in Zack Snyder's Justice League sequel, right? Yes, right. Charlie Hunnam, will it be? Will it be? Will it be? He was always my choice. I thought he'd be a perfect Oliver. Perfect. But what can he do? People don't listen to me. All right, guys. As always, this was a lot of fun. Uh, a lot of things talked about. Appreciate you guys sticking with me for the whole time. Make sure you smash that like thumbs up before you leave. If you want to join, become a member, do so. Thank you to the members that do. Hit that notification bell so you know when I'm doing this. Subscribe to the channel. we got the Patreon right there if you want to help out the Pirate Ship. I always do a Thursday exclusive audio bit on there. I try to. Um, I try to do some more stuff on there. And then, of course, you know, Film Junkie Live tomorrow. So, uh, well, we'll see what happens. I'll post probably some kind of something. Who knows? can't help but not post some shit when shit happens but i'll see you guys friday for the vodka stream of course we'll see what happens when it comes to the guest and everything and uh yeah that's pretty much it guys love you have a good rest of your week and all that and i will talk to you later